From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Anxiety Project podcast. This one is number 62 and I am your host, Brad Robinson. This episode is on the day in the life of a health anxiety sufferer. I have a video on YouTube already of this. So go to my YouTube channel, The Anxiety Project. And I have a video talking about the day from morning until night of what it's like to have health anxiety. I then wanted to make a podcast episode about it because people really relate to that video. People relate to what I went through suffering from severe health anxiety. And so I want to make this podcast about the day of a health anxiety sufferer so that you can relate to my story, but also give this podcast episode to somebody else, maybe someone in your family, a friend, so that they understand what it's like, what you're going through. Now, I suffered with health anxiety, severe health anxiety, and then that resulted into agoraphobia where I was afraid of the outside world, so I shrunk my world to as little as possible, and then I secluded myself in my house. I was afraid of having a panic attack out, out in the outside world. I was afraid of having a heart attack, and nobody around was there to help me. Also, it was that fear of embarrassing myself out in public going through this anxiety attack or having a heart attack in public. And it, it was that embarrassment. It was that judgment that kept me secluded in my house, suffering with this health anxiety. Now, I'm going to go through the day from morning until night, what it's like, what, what it was like for me suffering with health anxiety. Now, people ask me all the time, Brad, is it true that you actually overcame anxiety? That you're, that you're completely free of it now? And my answer is always yes. I am completely free of this debilitating anxiety. And it took me a long time. I first had to take responsibility for my anxiety and for my life and for my circumstances around me. And then I had to work towards these goals that I kept setting in front of me. I didn't want to keep li living my life with this anxiety, feeling this way. I didn't want to continue uh, uh, not moving forward with my career or, or with my relationships. I was tired of being that victim. I was a victim. I played the victim card. I put all of my distress and worry onto other people around me. 
I could see that the people around me started to get frustrated with me. They didn't want to be around me. So I first had to work on myself. Once I changed my internal world, my external world changed. The people around me started to change. My relationship changed with my girlfriend, with my family. That's that's only because I worked on myself, my internal world. And this podcast in my YouTube channel is all about how to overcome anxiety. How do we overcome anxiety? I don't have a channel where I talk about my anxiety symptoms and complain about them. And that's that. Since I overcame anxiety, I am talking about what I went through and then telling you how to do it. You want somebody to tell you how to overcome it because you can hang around people and go on these blogs and complain about your anxiety and talk about it, but that's not going to get rid of it. It's only going to put on a small band-aid. It's going to put a small band-aid on your anxiety for a brief moment, but it's not going to solve the problem. Now, the goal of this podcast episode, like I said, is to supply other people around you the knowledge that this is what you're going through. So give this podcast to somebody else so they understand what you're going through. And I want you to relate to my story and then go and visit all my other podcast episodes. Go and visit my YouTube channel because I give you the information on how to change. I am all about growing, improving. I been through hell and I know what it's like and I know what to do to overcome it and I'm still working on myself even though I've overcome anxiety I have a growing mindset I always push myself whether it's being a better speaker or working out longer at the gym whatever it is reading more books growing my knowledge I always look at myself as somebody who's constantly growing. And that's what you're doing going through this anxiety recovery. You're growing. You're improving your life. So let's get into this podcast and talk about what it was like for me handling this health anxiety, what it was like on a daily basis. So in the morning, In the morning, I would wake up and I would immediately check in on myself. I feel tired. How am I going to get through the day? That sensation that I keep ruminating about about, is still there. I don't want to go to school. I don't want to go to work, whatever it is. And I already felt defeated. That moment after I woke up, I just felt defeated. Like, how am I going to tackle the day? And I acted 
like I was defeated. I dragged myself to the bathroom, hunched over, ruminating internally how I felt. And I struggled to get my clothes on. And I would make a thousand and one excuses to not leave the house. The weather is bad. I'm not feeling well. I'm not feeling at my best. My head hurts. I am exhausted. I have to go to the doctors again. So how can I go to work? Or how can I go to school? Then... I rushed through breakfast. I wasn't aware what I was eating. I didn't even know what the food tasted like. I didn't know what the food tasted like. And I was thinking about how dreadful the day was going to be. I felt really insecure and I felt really anxious. It felt like the outside world was too much to bear, that there's so much chaos out there. And I just wanted to stay in my comfort zone. Then if you are like my old self, I would complain to my family about how I felt. I would talk to them about my physical sensations. And in that, you know, I just want to stay home. I what if it is a physical illness? You know, uh, Google says it's this. I, and I was secretly wanting them to tell me to stay home. That's important. You know, unconsciously, I, I wanted them to tell me, hey, Brad, you know, stay home. You know, you're not feeling well, you know, you should stay. Because I really wanted to stay home. I, I didn't want to go out to work and go out and, and, and face that chaos, those challenges. I wanted to stay in my comfort zone. But after they provided me with some reassurance, some safety, I then went out the door. So let's talk about midday and afternoon. So... Already, while I was on my way to work, I was looking forward to coming home. Already. During the day, I experienced a lot of brain fog. And I avoided conversations with others. I just couldn't pay attention to anyone's story. Because my internal world was too chaotic. And I would always give those one word answers. I'd be like, mm-hmm, yep. And in between the pauses of their speech, when they're telling me a story, I would not even say anything. Because I wanted the conversation to be over. So I can get out of that situation and go be alone with my thoughts, with, with myself. And my fight, flight, and freeze response was continuously active. So it was hard for me to be in my default state network, my, my 
that mode where you're in the present moment, you're mindful, and, and you're in tune with yourself. I was not in tune with myself. I was not. I couldn't pay attention to what that person was saying. I just wanted to get out of there. My fight and flight response was active. It was hard for me to formulate any proper responses. I was awkward that way. And it's because of that alarm system, that built-in alarm system was active. Internally, everything was chaotic. And sometimes during the day, I would call home for reassurance to get that, you know, okay, that you're okay. And now I would feel good in that very moment. And I would also, I would always make excuses to not stick around for lunch. When someone asked me, people would ask me, Hey Brad, you want to go get a bite? Do you want to go get a drink? And I would always make an excuse now I can't, um, I got to go make a phone call. I got some business to take care of. And so I was always seeking that solitude. And during the day, there would always be those windows of clarity. Perhaps after that cup of coffee, I would feel more alive and awake and energized. That's why I drank a lot of coffee. It gave me that boost, gave me that energy that, that I needed because I was so fatigued all the time. But then after that moment of clarity, after that moment of feeling good, my sensations would return. And I would then go back to monitor, monitoring my internal state my internal world. And I would always walk around the office, the school, wherever I was, avoiding eye contact. Like I was completely shut down. Because I was so internal. internal. And those quick fixes, like that reassurance seeking, the junk food, the coffee, and for me, occasionally smoking some weed, that didn't do me any good. That put a Band-Aid on it for a brief moment. But my problems were still under the surface. They were still there. Now, the evening, after I hit that 3 p.m. wall, my body's tired, my body's sore, I feel exhausted emotionally, physically, mentally. So I would drink that coffee, eat that donut, just to boost me up a little bit. Then work is done and I feel relieved and excited. I get to go home to my safe zone. And once I got home, I would talk to my family about how crappy 
my day was. I would complain about maybe a coworker. I would complain about how I feel, the sensations I feel. I would talk about uh, the pains in my body, whatever it is. And so that put a lot of weight onto my family life. My family doesn't want to hear me complain about these things every day. That weighs everybody around you down. But I didn't realize that. I was internal. I wasn't aware that I was hurting and affecting other people. But I just wanted to help myself. But at the same time, I wasn't. So I would then sit in front of the TV to distract myself. I would watch a lot of TV. Sometimes I would watch TV while lying in bed. And for me, this was a, a band-aid. You know, it would distract myself from my sensations and my thoughts. But my problems were, were still there under the surface. And as soon as that TV goes off, you're alone with your own thoughts. I would Google my symptoms as well. And whenever you Google a symptom, you're going to find the worst case scenario. Always. Since you believe that you have a physical illness, a disease, because that sensation is not going away, you're obviously going to look at that worst case scenario Google is supplying. And then after I would see that worst case scenario, I would get that flush of anxiety sensations. And then my heart would be racing. And then I would go and speak to my family about what I found on Google. And, and, and that I have this, what am I going to do? And that would increase the, the stress on my family as well as myself. And, and all of this is going on in the evening before bed. So my built-in alarm system is continuously going off. I was so sensitized to the world because that built-in alarm system was continuously going off. And then I would attempt to take a bath. After I got that reassurance from my family, I would, okay, I'm going to go take a bath and I'm going to relax and relax my mind. But what happens? My mind is running a mile a minute. So I sit in the bath. I can't really be in the moment. My mind is running, running wild. And so I get up from the bath and then I drain the bath and I go ready myself for sleep. But it's not over yet. As I lie in bed, I begin to worry about not getting enough sleep. I would say to myself, I am already lacking sleep from the previous night. 
Why can't I fall asleep now? If I don't get enough sleep, how will I function tomorrow? So I have all of these thoughts racing in my mind and I put all of this pressure onto myself that if I don't get enough sleep, I'm not going to perform at my best tomorrow. So that just made me more anxious. And by the time I fall asleep, it would, it would be like 12. And the reason I would fall asleep is because I would be emotionally exhausted. So my body just sends me right to sleep. But that's not the end of it. I would wake up during the night, sometimes with night sweats. Sometimes I would get up from my bed and pace around. Sometimes I would wake up with shallow breathing, grasping for air. So this day, this anxiety-filled day would go on and on. I remember when I was a kid, I had trouble getting to sleep. I would jump up and down on my bed. It would be 11, 12. And I would be like, I can't get to sleep. I'm, I'm worried. And I would worry because, you know, if I don't get to sleep, you know, that's, it's going to be bad for you. So I put all of this pressure onto myself since I was a kid, since I suffered from anxiety when I was young. And so my whole life, I suffered from anxiety to some degree throughout. And then in my mid-20s, it turned into a full-blown anxiety disorder. And then the outside world became even more scary and chaotic to me. So I hope this podcast shined a light on what you're going through because you can feel mentally trapped with health anxiety. But continue listening to my podcast. Go back and re-listen to my previous podcasts and listen to them over and over again until they stick in your mind and implement the techniques I continuously talk about in each podcast. It will help you overcome this anxiety. No one else is going to really help you unless you take responsibility for what is going on in your life. Take that responsibility. Once you change your internal world, your external world will shift. It will change. And that's where I'm going to leave you on this podcast episode. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. And remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. And I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye. For more podcast episodes, for more 
video content and one-on-one coaching with me via Skype, visit www.unpluganxiety.com for everything you need to know about ending anxiety naturally. I love you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye.